Welcome to 5 Minutes of Courage with Maggie Arndt. This podcast focuses on God's Word, the Bible, and how much God loves you. Our goal is to show you throughout Scripture how loved and valued you are by the God of the universe. 5 Minutes is all you need to be filled with hope, joy, purpose, and yes, courage. Now here's your host, Maggie Arndt. Welcome back to 5 Minutes of Courage with me, Maggie. I have some exciting news to share with you all. As many of you know, this is our first week of not only being in video format, but also moving to podcast format. And as of today, I was officially picked up by iTunes. So I'm super excited about that. Our little 5 Minutes of Courage podcast is going to be even easier to find than before. And please, again, if you have a friend or a relative who might benefit from anything that we do here in this message, please feel free to share. Additionally, I will continue to do it in video form, but I would ask, if you could, um, at some point, let me know which way you prefer. Do you prefer video, where you can look at me, or podcast, because then you can listen to me on a walk or in the car or wherever is most convenient for you. I'm just curious, I'm going to continue to do it both ways, but I'm just curious how the majority of you care to listen. So this is our third day in the book of the Gospel of John. We're in the first chapter. So on Monday, we were to read all of chapter one, and hopefully at this point in the week, you've had a chance to do that. And the first day of our video, and then also our very first podcast, we talked about the word word and the Greek word logos and just how many ways we can refer to Jesus throughout scripture. He's got so many different ways he's referred to. Yesterday we met John the Baptist and we met Jesus the Lamb of God, the one who was baptized, the one who was identified by John the Baptist as the dove descending upon him, which was the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, descended upon Jesus like a dove. Today we're going to wrap up with the rest of the first chapter, and we're going to talk about Jesus's posse, if you will. I heard a sermon several years ago where it kind of took down, it broke down friendships into concentric circles, and so you might have lots and lots of Um, acquaintances or neighbors or friends from work or people that you just know and then you'd pull it in a little bit closer and and maybe you have for the sake of interest in this story 12 or so people who are, are good friends of yours and then pull it in even further and maybe you have one two or even three besties and Jesus's three besties were Peter James and John but before He had those three besties. He had the 12 disciples. And this is the first time in John that we are introduced to them. So if you pick up in verse 35, um, as Jesus was walking by, someone said, there is the Lamb of God. That would be John the Baptist. Remember, we met him yesterday. And John also had disciples. Those were his friends. And Jesus approached them, and, and they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And he said, come and see. And they remained with him that day. Well, Andrew, 
Simon Peter's brother, was one of the men who heard what John the Baptist had said, and he followed Jesus. And then Andrew went to tell his brother, because that would, that's what we would do, right? Is we would go and find the people who were really important to us. And he said to his brother, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ, which is another interesting um, name for Jesus. His last name is not Christ. It's not Jesus Christ, like I am Maggie Arndt. Christ means Messiah. And so later in the New Testament, when the Apostle Paul refers to him as Christ Jesus instead of Jesus Christ, what he's doing is he's putting the title of Messiah first. He's saying he is the Savior and Jesus is his name. So that's what Christ means. And Andrew brought Simon, his brother, to meet Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and said, well, your name is Simon. You're the son of John, not John the Baptist, a different John. But from now on, you will be called Cephas, which is Aramaic. I don't know how your Aramaic is. I'm not fluent. But Cephas means Peter. And as we know, Peter is one of the three of Peter, James, and John, who becomes one of Jesus' nearest and dearest. Well, in verse 43, and this just tickles me pink, I could hardly wait to get to this verse. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip, and he said to him, Come follow me. Let's just marinate and sit on that for a second. Can you imagine Christ Jesus, the Messiah, approaching you and saying, Come follow me. And what, what do we know about the disciples? Many of them were tradesmen. Some were fishermen. Matthew was a tax collector. And he asked them to drop what they were doing and to follow him. And of course, we have the gift of hindsight. We're able to look through the canon. We know how the ministry of Jesus went. And of course, it's very easy on this side to say, well, sure, I would follow you. But the question is, would you? And I can ask myself that question as well. Would I? Would I drop everything and follow Jesus. Now, in 2021, we don't have to drop our families, our careers, and what we're doing to follow Jesus. We can do them concurrently. And Jesus asks us, just like he asked Philip, come follow me. We can do that. And how do we do that? Well, by doing things like this, by showing up, by reading his book, by knowing his story. In the book of Peter, it says to be able to defend your faith. And you can't defend something that you don't know anything about, which is why I'm so passionate about getting people into their Bibles and to know what it says and to know who this Jesus was and what he stands for and what he doesn't stand for. And I'm not going to get into the polarizing political world that we are currently living in and, and the current climate that our country has found itself in. But what I do want you to know is Jesus did have a lot to say about a lot of things, but you're not going to know what he said unless you read his book, which is why we're doing this together. So back to the story. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. Oops, I read that already. Sorry. Philip went to look for Nathanael and he told him, we have found the very person that Moses and the prophets wrote about. His name is Jesus, the son of Joseph from Nazareth. I love this. Nazareth. Can anything good come from Nazareth? Is that like being from Gary, Indiana? My apologies if that's your hometown, but it hasn't been my favorite place that I've ever been. And in fact, little sidebar, Jesus was born and was born in Bethlehem, was from Nazareth. And yet, because he was so underappreciated in Nazareth, he later called Capernaum his hometown. But because it was a fulfillment of scripture, Jesus is technically 
from Nazareth. And as they approached Jesus, Jesus said, Now here is a genuine son of Israel, a man of complete integrity. Well, Nathaniel says, How do you know me? They, they hadn't even met before. Jesus said, I could see you under the fig tree before Philip found you. And Nathaniel exclaimed, Rabbi, you are the son of God, the king of Israel. I love this. Jesus asked him, do you believe this just because I told you I'd seen you under a fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And then he said, I tell you the truth. You will all see heaven open and the angels of God going up and down on the son of man, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth. In a nutshell, he's saying, are you kidding me? You believed that quickly just because I could see you under a fig tree? Hold on to your hat, Nathaniel. Wait till you see what's coming up next. And the same can be said for me and can be said for you, my friends. Hang on to your hat because if you will meet Jesus, he will blow your mind with what he can do and the ways that he can influence your life for good. So, if you haven't had a chance to read the entire first chapter of John, we've now been through it for three days. Take the notes that maybe you've jotted down as I've been talking and go back and underline things that speak to your heart. These are words of God written for you and written for me. I will be back here in video and in podcast form again next Tuesday. And between now and then, um, we will be reading the second chapter of John. So make sure you're ready for that. As always, if you have any feedback for me, feel free to shoot me an email, maggieart at gmail.com. Otherwise, have an amazing weekend and be well. Thanks so much for listening today. Please subscribe to this podcast. I'd hate for you to miss out on even one minute of courage. Then share it with all your friends. If you'd like more information or would like to contact me directly, go to 5minutesofcourage.com. That's the number five and you can connect with me there.